This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Oh, you are recording. The red light is on. The red light is on. Always. I was going to say good light. morning, everyone. <laughs> well, well, I mean, yeah, for some. Good morning for, for most, actually. I mean, yeah. You know, people Welcome to episode, episode 212. Yes, sir. Be thinking, oh, yeah, soon we're going to be 227. Yeah. I think that for our 227. If we can get Jack Hay. For our 227th <laughs> episode, we should have the opening. Th- we should sing the opening theme to 227. <laughs> There's no place like home. Okay, that's going to be that episode, not this one. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to episode 212. Yes, I, I, and I think that's why you remembered it. Wait, 212. That's that's New York. Well, that's that's New York, but that, wasn't that also a group? No. No, wait. 112 was a okay. group. What's the Whitney Houston reference in a song? 213. 213. And your caller ID. Yes, it's not right, but it's okay. Right. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to episode 212 of Pero Let Me Tell You. How is everybody this yes, weekend? Yes, everybody's doing good. I know you and I are, are, are we're doing well. We are. Because we're looking forward to our trip. We are. So we are in a very good, I we're in a good space right now. Something. So we're, we're going on a cruise. Yes. Our, I, don't, I don't want you paused before saying our, our big extended uh, uh, yeah. friendly, friend Fr- family. Family. Family at this point. Um, and I have to tell you that, I mean, everybody knows by now that to get on a cruise, you have to have a negative, uh, PCR test. I like test. I did a rapid test today because I can't take the anticipation, like the anxiety. No, I'd rather not know. 
Nope. No, no, no. I'd no. rather not know until the day of. No, until no, Saturday. no, 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 mijito, because then you start until packing Saturday. and, no, no, and no. buying sundries. But I'm not going <laughs> to. Again with the sundries. <laughs> you and sundries. Right? <laughs> buying sundries, comprando batería y comprando una pila de mierda. On the ship, I want you to go to the purser's desk and be like, hi, where can I purchase sundries? What was the, what was the, the definition again of sundries? <laughs> Just stuff. Like stuff that you can find like at okay. a store. Do you want me to tell you what I really thought it would be? What? Okay, so. Like pharmacy generally, stuff? Generally. Generally. Uh-huh. Okay, listeners. You, I'm sure many of you have seen the word sundries. Right. Generally... I see that word in like gift shops or tourist shops that are beach related. Okay. So I assumed that sundries was things that you need for the sun, like sun tanning lotion, sunglasses, a towel, sunglasses, una pamela. A, una pamela, a bucket for your kids to play in the sand. Okay. All, everything that comes with the. Being outside in the sun. Yes, with the production. The pro- okay, yes. That it is yes, to yes. be the... I thought that's what sundries were. <laughs> I mean, at least there's a logic behind it. I think that's an educated guess. That is right? an educated guess, right. Like, yeah, I mean... So it, what was it? Just anything that's It's just like, basically random crap. Random crap sundries. <laughs> yeah, sundries. It's just sundries sounds nicer than random crap. So did people go to the general store back then and go to the sundry Actually, aisle? They, they probably bought their sundries at the general store. Of course. Yes. As one does. Yes. On their way to the Pony Express. Of course. Yes. <laughs> so so we, we're going to be out of town and you have to take a PCR test yeah. to have be negative. You know, yeah, so we have to take negative. it on Saturday. Um, so I, I'm like, if I get a positive test, God forbid... You, you Knock on everything. Will hear from me because there'll be a rogue wave. <laughs> La explosión se, se oye. Who are the listeners that we have in LA? Martha Darby will be. I don't, think, I don't <laughs> think I have ever. I mean, we're all overdue a vacation, especially me because you've had some little vacations. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. I'm really overdue a vacation, like a decade. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to this. Same, same. But no, I'd rather wait until Saturday. You know what? When I take the test, I'll find out then. And then, no, I have a bunch of rapid tests at home, so I do too. But it's like okay, if I find if I because here's the thing, then if I test now and it tests positive, right? Then I'm still gonna be like, well, no, wait, because what if what if the you know the rapid test at home is wrong? What if it's a false positive? So I'm still gonna test on Saturday. But then to test on Saturday, pensando de que I already tested, po- no, 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 no. Well, prefiero esperar. We handle anxiety different. We do so. prefiero esperar. So, bueno, I hope everybody's having fun so far in the summer. Yes. So, something really funny happened to me today that it's not really a topic of conversation. But again, when certain things happen, or I hear or see certain things, I'm like, okay, I can't either yeah, I'm, I'm it up. talk to you about it on the podcast or whatever. So, today I was leaving the office and um, I had forgotten something and there, somebody was going to bring down... Mm-hmm. Come, Instead of me going up again, they were going to come down and bring me the paper, a document that I needed. So as, I, as I'm as i there in the front of the building, mm-hmm. where the front door with, of, with of the office is. Doctora Bustamante. Right. <laughs> where the front door is of the right. building. Um, I'm there, like, I don't know. Estaba entretenido. I was, yeah. like, on my phone. And I noticed that the back door of my car closes. And when I look in the back... Two people had gotten in my car because they thought I was their Uber. <laughs> but your car was just open? Well, because because I was in the car. 
Oh, you were waiting in the car. I was in the car. Got it. Got right, it. I was okay, in the okay, car. Oh, okay, and I okay. had driven the car right to the front door. Got it. I thought you were inside the lobby. So somebody in the office can bring me down a document that I needed. Right, instead of me going all oh, the way Oh, because you were sitting in the car waiting. Right, so I called and I go, hey, I'm, I'm, gotcha, in, I'm gotcha, in the front gotcha, door. Gotcha, gotcha. Can you come and, and, si, baja, and bring baja, right. baja, baja me papel? Right. So I'm like, who's oh, this knocking on my door? And I'm like, hello? <laughs> like, I like, hi. And I'm the viejo cubano, of course. Porque, you know, there's... Actually, I think they were leaving this lady's office. They were leaving the doctor's office. And, you know, they thought I was their Uber. Right? But that's not the funniest part of the story. Okay, right? that's already pretty funny. Okay, that's not the funniest part of the story. So, I'm like, Señor, yo no soy el Uber de usted. Ah, usted no es el que nos va a recoger. No, Señor. No. Ay, qué pena, Dios mío. Oh, my God, qué pena. Ay, el muchachito, qué pena. I'm like, thank you for calling me muchachito. <laughs> Pero no, 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 no. Qué pena. Qué pena. So, then, then, uh, I had to actually end up going up to the office. Okay. So they get out of the car and then, you know, <laughs> they, I go back. You didn't just the leave office. them in the car. So then when I go get what I need to get in the office and when I come downstairs, their ride had gotten there and it was a red Toyota RAV4. <laughs> and I know that the Uber <laughs> app tells you, shows you the yes, car. Yes, it does. Right? And the name of the person. Right. And So right. uh, how did you confuse... A white wow. Tesla with wow. a red, a burgundy metallic red Toyota RAV4. Now, were they at La Doctora Bustamante for their vision? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know if they were at her office in particular, but they, you could tell they had come from the doctor's office, uh-huh. from some doctor's office, because they had una, una javita with uh, pills, with um, the oh, samples. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah? yes, yes, I, yes. I, know, I know the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, Wow, these people got into my car. Like, they got into my car. See, y yo como que estaba entretenido right, like, on my phone waiting for somebody to bring something. That's I, and I hear the door click. I thought that it was, you know, my assistant, you know, right, 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 knocking right. on the door. And I'm like, Hola. <laughs> <laughs> Así es como pasan las cosas. Well, these were like two older people. And I was like, I could cute. They picked, the, they, you know, they, they have an app on their right, phone. Right, right. They, They're using they technology. Uber, right. But it went drastically no, wrong. No. But, it would have been funny if I would just taken off with them. You've been like, don't they get in? Don't they get in? Get in, go heal. This is where, you know, we're already in high school. Yeah, you're there. So, yeah. You're yeah, close yeah, enough. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Bueno, that was my little That's antidote. Bueno, mira, ahora sabes que puedes hacer un part-time. Un pantan de Uber. Un pantan de Uber. Yeah. Why not? No. And, and, and you know, so, 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 well, you know, the car that would have picked them up was, I don't know, a white Honda Civic or a white Honda right. Accord. Okay. But it was a Toyota RAV4 in red. An SUV. An SUV in red. Like, <laughs> it couldn't be further. I mean, the only thing else it could have been if it would have been an 18-wheeler. Like, right. you know, <laughs> 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 Here's my ride. Can they Uber? <laughs> I'm going to think not, because I think that's how trafficking happens. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I, Dios santo. No. So, bueno. As we talk about our uh, topics this week. Yes. Um, when this happened this week, I was like, well, we're going to lead off in the podcast with okay, that. Okay. So, to you and to our listeners, did you hear uh, First Lady Joe Biden's gaffe this week? So I heard about it, but I didn't hear it. I heard she made some type of oh my gosh. some type of 
thing. She said something bad. 212 episodes were in. <laughs> or more at this point. With bonus episodes. Oh my gosh. I, I just like... We've talked about this a million times. But apparently we're going to have to talk about it a million and a one. A million and one. And probably a million and two. Because I'm probably going to piggyback off of yours. So. Earlier this week. Uh, First Lady Jill Biden... And mind you, Jill Biden is a doctor. It has a doctor of right. education. Right, right. So aside from the fact that she's first lady, so it's not like when a hunyami. Right. Right? <laughs> Thank you. You stole the words right out of my mouth. Right. So <laughs> she was at Unidos US or Unido Unidos Us, which is a civil rights and advocacy organization. Mm-hmm. Right? She was in Texas. Okay. And um she was giving a speech. Okay. As one does. As one does. In her and this is what she capacity? said. She was in Texas. She said the diversity of this community is as distinct as the Budigas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Is your strength. The strength is a breakfast taco? She said breakfast taco, and she said Budigas. Instead of bodegas. A bodega. Oh. Budigas in the, in the Bronx, of the Bronx. Okay, first of all, nada y cuadra con nada. And blossoms of Miami. Like, That's what I'm saying. I eat not blossoms. She should have said, I walk out the mango. Like, <laughs> oh, mango. Yeah, let's keep on the feet with the mangoes. That's what I'm saying. Like, to go from bodegas to blossoms to what breakfast tacos. Is she talking like, about? what is this train of thought that was happening in this speechwriter? I just. I mean, I. I, 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 I mean, granted, she. That speech, not her. All politicians that it's, give speeches, yeah. they're, they're, they're they all have written. a speech writer. They're all written by right? somebody else, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, they have final say-so in it, but a lot of these politicians, especially your first lady, you know, that's not really so much into policy and, th- and stuff like that. It's about kissing babies. Give and, them a, a, yeah. a, they give them a, um, a speech, they review it, boom, and that's it. There's, so, no, so there's not a on. lot that goes into it in terms of, like, the first lady. Right. Be best. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> and um, I just... I would love to like get the speechwriter in a room in a corner and just just tell them off because it's like <laughs> like like how did how did how, you think this was okay? How did you think this was okay? And you just used possibly every stereotype that they're so they might, many, honestly, so many they, stereotypes and tropes. They might as well have changed blossoms of, of Florida to like the Bonceros. of of the Hispanic community in one sentence. Right? This was in one sentence. And it's like, I just don't understand. You're talking about people here that are at the top of the food chain, right? Because right. whoever wrote this is somebody it's who... It's not an intern. Ha- it's not an intern. It's somebody who has experience. Right. Somebody who, who probably has campaigned and worked in elections and worked with elected officials before. And this is what they came up with. Like, this is the best that they came the, up with. As I say, this was the final draft. Yes. There was, there was a, a rough draft. It's like, I just don't... like. I, I don't understand I, I with the disconnect that that so many people have with the Latin and Hispanic community. I just don't understand it. It's not that hard. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> We've achieved things. I promise you. I, I, I it's mind boggling. Like how did they even think that that was something to to just kind of bring up? Like I, I don't know. Would you go to Belgium and be like, love your waffles? No, because I mean. Uh, 
all she had to say was like, you know, uh, thank you for welcoming me from the community. communities, from the communities in the Bronx to the communities Miami, in South Florida to San Antonio. The you know the Your vibrant Latino whatever. community in these cities and around the country is what makes keep it generic. You know, what makes our country what it is, the fabric of our country. Boom. Yeah, you just wrote it right now. That's all you have to do. It's the taco. I mean, oh my god! Like it's so infuriating. It's. It, it, I mean, this is, this is the type of shit that drives me nuts. Why do you think it still happens? Because they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. I've, I've, I've said this in 212 episodes. A good majority of the white Caucasian. I'm not even going to go say white Caucasian American society. You know, like okay, white, white Americano, white Americano, huh? Americano, Americano, huh? Blanco, Americano, Blanco. Blanco. Yeah, yeah, whether white or even black, Americano, okay. right? Okay. They don't care about the Latin community, right? They don't care. They think the Latin community is homogenized, and even though we say we're not a monolith, we're not a monolith, we're not a monolith. Totally blue in the face. Uh, we're, yeah, yeah, you're not a monolith. There's like Puerto Ricans and Mexicans. You know, like that's the diversity. You know, the, right, right, right. right. There's two of you, right, right. The, I mean, it's just mind-boggling. It upsets me so much. They just don't care. And that's why sometimes I'm not very active on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, but I do get active, especially when, you know, like, for example, what happens in Ukraine, mm-hmm. you know, obviously what was happening in Ukraine is awful. It's devastating. It's yeah. devastating. Like, I watch it and I'm like, this is horrible. I mean, the huele, yeah. Of course, right. You know, of course, the United States should be, you know, try the world community should, should do call something, it out right. and try to do something and call it out and and do whatever they can mm-hmm. to stop that. But you know what? I I've always found it interesting how American society is so gun ho and so interested. And when I mean American society, I include the government, right? right? In the uh, atrocities that happen in Europe. Which I'm not saying they shouldn't be. Well, but it's like when we were talking about, you know, when a white woman goes missing versus a woman of color. We're not saying don't cover white women. Right, right. We're saying cover everyone. You should call out the atrocities when they happen in Europe or wherever. Right. But those atrocities happen in South America, in the Caribbean, in Latin America all the time. And people just... Don't care. It's not on the news. It's not newsworthy. They don't care. I remember I, I talked about this on the podcast uh, a few times, years sure. ago um, when a, in Venezuela. Sí. Remember, like three years ago, que la gente se votaron para la calle. Oh, yeah. Millions yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah, yeah. people in Caracas que and all over Venezuela. Bien, bien can, and a bunch of people cosa, yeah. were killed. American media, like I remember going to like NBC, CBS, a ver quién. you know, a CNN, Fox, right. every, I won't tell them. Or if they covered it, it was like a little byline after you scrolled, 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 See, scrolled, scrolled. Something's happening in Venezuela. Yeah. 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 And it's like they don't they don't have an interest. They don't think. They think that everybody is Do you think it's because it's quote unquote third world? And to them, well, since it's third world, that stuff always happens and we don't need to cover it, and so there's nothing about it. I don't know there. because there's a lot of countries in in in, in <coughs> um in Latin America that are not third world. But again, I'm talking about perception. Sorry. Not, that are not reality. Not. And even Mexico. I mean, Mexico has a lot of problems with poverty and things like that. But Mexico has is a very developed country as well. Correct. But I'm, and, t- I'm talking and, about the perception. And you know, not as I've always said, like, 
the whole thing that Americans think that everybody that speaks Spanish is Mexican, it's so insulting in so many different ways, right? To because everyone involved. It's in, it's in, exactly. Because it's insulting to everybody who's not Mexican that, oh, just because I speak Spanish, you think I'm Mexican. Right. But then it's insulting to Mexicans that it's like, you think that my culture comes it's from anything. Cinco de Mayo and Taco right. Bell and like, you know, yeah, no, a you, taco. Yeah, you think that, you know, Evita and tacos is the same thing and it's all my culture. Right. Right, right. <laughs> Evita Perón. Yeah. Um, and and it's like, you know, okay, I bet you, I, I haven't done an independent research, but I bet you that if you ask your average American, Americano, and when See, I mean, Midwest, I mean Midwest. Americano, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, Americano, See. anywhere actually, about, like, let's say Mexican culture, what they're going to talk to you about. First thing is Cinco de Mayo. Es Cinco de Mayo. Piñatas, I love ta- Me encantan los tacos. Los tacos, tacos piñata. taco, 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 taco. Yeah. I bet you nobody will talk to you about, you know, the Mayans. You know, right. they had one of the most advanced civilizations ever, right? right? Or, you know, Cesar Chavez. Right. Right. They'll talk to you about tacos. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Breakfast Hashtag tacos. Breakfast tacos. <laughs> Hashtag Taco Tuesday. But they won't talk to you about, you know, the wonderful things. The that, accomplishments. You know, that Mexican culture, you know, one of the most richest cultures in the world. <laughs> like, but no. No, they'll tacos. dwindle the tacos. And then, you know, everybody else under Mexico, you know. And then they'll make sure to tell you that, no, I've had authentic ones. Because, you know, down there they don't like hard tacos. Right. Right. I've had authentic ones at Chevy's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For happy hour, two for one. And listen, I like real tableside guacamole. <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't? But that's not it. <laughs> I mean, I like having things prepared at the table just as much as the next guy. I have to do say, though, I love Mexican food. Well, I mean, what's not to like? I like Mexican food. No, this is not a secret. I like Mexican food more than I like Cuban food. Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of Cuban food. You like food. most food more than you like Cuban food. Yeah, Cuban food is like... I'm, so, I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. It's bottom <laughs> of the barrel. I mean, obviously, I love Mia Croqueta. Yeah, but I feel like Croqueta transcends. Yeah, no, but I like the traditional Cuban croqueta. Right, right. No, no, what I mean is it's it's not just Cuban food. It's it's tr- it's transcended. And that. then, of course, chicharrone. That flung. Flung. Although flung... I know, I know. It's a, it, Flung is a tricky I one. I mean, but. I think of flung as Cuban because all Cubans make flung in their right. house. But different, it's like, flung is very big in Mexico, too. Right. Um, and flung comes from Cremana Catalana in Spain. Sí, español. So, um, so, yes. So, it's just, again, a complete disconnect. And, you know, uh, not to make this political... But, you know, this is a problem that the Democrats are having, that they're losing a lot of Latin and Hispanic voters because they're, they're not, not walking connect, the walk. They're not connecting with people. And, you know, I've talked about this. We, we've talked about this ad nauseum yep. here in the show. You know, I, I think the latest survey that came out showed that 91% of people that are Hispanic and Latin do not identify with the term Latinx. And we know this for a fact doesn't resonate here at and all yet, and yet certain people in politics show up here keep using the term which and, again is a complete disregard for understanding the nuances right right so if you're in a place if or a, in a community in LA, let's say that that really uses that term use it use it but if you're someplace else that doesn't don't. then don't the, and, and when i mean that i mean that with everything else right like Life. You have to know. You have to know that it really is not a monolith. Know your audience. You have to. Know That's your what audience. it comes down right, to, right? But 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 knowing your audience means really knowing your audience, doing your research, right? Because then that's another problem that they think that because you're Latin, you all have the same issues and you're concerned about the same things, right. and you're not. 
You're right. not concerned about the, the same things because each country and each community faces different challenges. Right. Because we're not a monolith, people. <laughs> oh. uh, Moving right along. Meanwhile, did you hear about what happened esta semana con tu prima y Jamie Lee Curtis? Mi prima, quien? Ana de Armas. I don't know what happened with her and Jamie Lee Curtis. By the way, people. I know that I'm not really is related to yeah. me. Like, I'm totally not kidding. <laughs> it's so, not even a Cuban cousin so I got, thing. I got to give a, a little bit I, of a background. I think you may have done it in the past, but it's so, a refresher. I know that I'm not, you know, accomplished actress. Yeah. Tabloid when she was with Ben Affleck, you know. Yeah. I, I only mentioned that because a lot of people, especially stateside, got to know her when she was with yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, love her in Knives Out. She's got a, she, she's playing she was, Marilyn Monroe. She was great in James Bond No Time to Die. She was the best part of that she movie. She was one of the best parts of yeah. the movie. Yeah, I agree. Um so my my mom's maiden name is De Arma, so that's also my last name. Right. And um when she started like becoming a household name, um my dad will be like, Mira tu prima, and I'm, I'll be like, Oh, okay, he's just yeah. referencing that because El nombre. Uh-huh. we have the same last name. Right. And my dad's like, no, yeah, that prima tuya. And I'm like, no, she's not. <laughs> and he's like, yes, she is. And I'm like, ¿Cómo viene el parentaje de ella? And me right. thinking, oh, es prima del tío. See, sí, like if no you go back qué, to the Mayflower, no sé you qué. know, yeah. And I was like, no, her grandfather and your grandfather were brothers. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so the connection is real, kids. Yeah, I yes. was like, wait, what? I was like, her grandfather and my grandfather are brothers, and yep. she's like, yeah. But her grandfather, her grandfather, I believe, was younger than my grandfather, and she's what in her early thirties, at most. So I mean, my parents left Cuba way <laughs> sí. before Nunca she was born. Yeah. So, and I think that she was. I think her parents are divorced. Or she something. went to Spain, también. Right, she went so, to Spain. Yeah. So uh, there wasn't a connection there. Right, right. But she is related to me. Yep. She really is. Uh, so you see? We're, we're trying to get her on the show just Without so we can... Ana de so Armas we, or any people that know Ana de yeah, Armas or show. people that listen to us, please have her contact Pero Let Me Tell You at PeroLetMePodcast.gmail.com uh, because we really are related. Yep. So I will show you my driver's license to show you that I have the Armas <laughs> in my name. Not even that. You can talk about uh, Carlos Roja. I'm sure yes. no one else will talk about Carlos Roja. That is true. <laughs> yes. So what happened this week is that there were actually there's a, a piece on Anna um, in L in an episode an episode an issue of L magazine and they interviewed Jamie Lee Curtis because they were together in the movie Knives Out and Jamie Lee Curtis was talking about how like you know she was so impressed with her and you know she was like oh this this girl's so great and I want to introduce her to other people because I think she's got a great career ahead of her blah blah blah. But this was in 2018. By the time, by 2018, she had Anna had already been doing a couple movies. She had been doing acting in Spain, and Jamie Lee Curtis. This is a quote. She says, "I assumed, and I say this with real embarrassment, because she had come from Cuba, that she had just arrived." Now, you know, she said she goes on to say, "I made an assumption that she was an inexperienced, unsophisticated young woman." That first day, I was like, "Oh, what are your dreams?" You know, she claimed that she was so impressed with the Arma, she wanted to do sort of Steven Spielberg. So, is, so, okay, so this is when she meets on the set of Knives Out. In I'm assuming or, in 2018, right? So, she, Jamie Lee Curtis thought that Ana de Armas had come from Cuba, acabale, acabale, to, the, I imagine the set was here in the U.S. Most likely, yes. yes. Okay. So. 
you know, people were were calling out Jamie Lee Curtis. Actually, I didn't bring it up because we were actually tagged on something when somebody posted about it and they tagged us and they're like, oh, this is such an insult to the community. And, you know, here's the way to look at this particular thing in, in contrast to what we were just talking about, right? We're always saying that you have to you have to give people the chance to learn and admit their mistakes and grow. And here is someone, Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, she's an icon of Hollywood, admitting that she made a mistake and owning up to it, right. you know, because she even says it, she, number one, she didn't have to tell the story that way, right? Right. But she says, to my embarrassment, right? right? So, you know, there's, to your, number one, credit to Jamie Lee Curtis for knowing that Cuba was an island and, you know, <laughs> and that she had just arrived. Um, but, you know, I, I think that there's, th- those are the things where, you know, people, and I don't think it got as big as it could have gotten, but people want to jump on it and, you Is know. Did Diana there must see anything? Not that I've seen. Um, but those are the things, that, you know, people want to jump up and be like, look at what she's saying and she's so ignorant and nah, 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 nah. and it's like, you know what, but she's admitting her mistake. Well, look, you know what I mean. Yes, it's, and, yes. and and if somebody's if somebody's big enough to say, "Look, I messed up, and I am so embarrassed that that happened," I also think you got to give the benefit of the doubt. Okay, so I think I see it as twofold. I see it as a cr- kudos and credit to Jamie Lee Curtis for saying to her embarrassment and and as you said, right. calm, owning up to it, owning up to it, right? Because um, she didn't have to. So I wouldn't have in a by no means would I um, should I think there should be an attack on her or, or criticism on her. She owned up to it, and and I agree a hundred percent with what you said. You know, you have to own up to things, and you make mistakes. You stick your foot in your mouth. Metes la bata. You say just stupid things. Okay. My, my my sort of commentary to this is the bigger picture, which isn't related to what, what I said about. originally. It's like, why would she or anyone think that because she just got here from Cuba, she's, what is it, uncivilized or un- rough? Un- no, un- unsophisticated. Unsophisticated. Because like, the word that was Rough used. around the, the edges. Right, right, right. Like, why? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Like, if I met somebody from another country, like, I, and who I would just thought they got here, my concern would be maybe 
are, you know, are, are how are they doing in terms of... How are you adjusting? How are, how are you adjusting, exactly. Right, right. right, how are, you know, because depending on where you're from, it could be a big adjustment. Right. But not that you're unsophisticated. Right. Like, that wouldn't even cross my mind, like, that you're unsophisticated. Right. Like, why would you think that of someone? Yeah. Right? So, that that's my bigger kind of big picture kind of what I take away from that statement. It's like, why on earth would she think that she's... It's it's the verbiage. Right. Uh, because she even could have said, oh, she's new to the industry. I right, thought she was right, new to the right. industry. But again, credit to Jamie Lee Curtis. She said she owned up to it. Right, 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 right. And she called herself out. She checked herself. Right, right. Right? She checked herself. But again, that's why I say it's the bigger comment of, of it. Why would Jamie Lee Curtis or anyone think that she was unsophisticated because she came from Cuba? Right. Right? You know why? Because your image that you have of Cuba and probably of other countries is extremely skewed and just wrong and undeveloped. Right. And, and, And just not it. Because you know what? And that's very surprising of her because Jamie Lee Curtis. She seems, seems to be very like a very cultured person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could look at any country in the world that has terrible conflicts, and you don't think. I mean, I mean, but what I'm saying is that look at a country like Syria, right? right. That has. I mean, the Syrian civil war that destroyed this country in the last few years, and and atrocities were happening there, right? I wouldn't never think that Syrians are um, unsophisticated. Unsophisticated because they have such a rich culture. The right. same thing actually with Mexico. You know, like we were saying with Mexico. Right. Yes, Mexico has a bunch of problems and there's a bunch like of issues any with other Mexico, country. But unsophisticated would not be something that passes by my mind because As I a know blanket that it, it's a country that has is very rich in culture, right? right? And has a lot of contributions, you know, right. to the general. world. Um, but that's true of mo- probably most countries and most civilizations. Like, right. so th- I, again, the whole thing of of unsof- unsophisticated. Por qué? Porque they see as it, it, I, again. La pobre Latina descalza. I don't know what it is. I I don't know what it is that Anglo society sees us as like Like foreign with a capital F? No, not even foreign because they don't see Europeans like that, right? They see us as like a less evolved version. Como que like estamos atrasados. Estamos atrasados en todo. Yes, yes. We're less evolved. And it's like, I would love un americano de esto from up north que diga eso un argentino. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fighting words, my friend. Es argentino is gonna put them in the, They're never gonna. They're never gonna make that mistake Lo again. Como un <laughs> they're never gonna make that mistake again. No, la primera y la última. <laughs> Damn, you're right. O a un chileno. <laughs> like, Shit. Yes. It's like using the name unevolved. I have. I have news oh, for I you. I have choice words Vos, for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tú eres un boludo. <laughs> y eso es lo de menos que le van a decir. Yes. yes. Eso es lo de menos. <laughs> Because Caribbean folk are a lot more laid back. <laughs> we'll just say you go fuck yourself and that's it. We'll move on. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships, even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. 
Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time, whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. Everyone deserves to be happy, and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. Oh my God. See, one time I was at, um, at uh, a, a very popular restaurant in, in Miami Beach, Manolo's, which well, we Oh, got, yeah. And they're Uruguayan. Oh, I didn't know and that. And my father made the mistake of asking the waiter if they were Argentinian. And he Which is the, a common mistake. It, it, right. It, it, happens, mistake. it happens a lot. It happens, to your it father's credit. To your it father's does credit. Have happen a lot. But but that's when you have to check yourself, right? Right, right. right. Because how would you like it? If they said, oh, you're Puerto Rican. Right. Which is How, how would you similar, like it yeah. if you're constantly, people constantly right. think, you know, whether you're Argentinian or Uruguayan, right, right, right. that you're one or the, you're the other. Right, right, right. right, right. And it's like. Fucking two different countries, like <laughs> with two different people. Like, why would you? Right, right. So it's one of those things. Llega that, momento. Yes, yeah, so I may make that mistake. You may make that mistake, but I know that I'm wrong. Oh, for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but my dad asked them <laughs> the first time I took my parents there. Ah, pero ustedes son argentinos porque they do a lot of empanadas there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, which are typically Argentinian. Right, <laughs> and he got the look of death. And I'm like, oh, they're Uruguayan. <laughs> Mira, I didn't know. Que viva Uruguay. I didn't know they were Uruguayan. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I would have thought they were. I thought they were Argentino. To be honest, with it's you. funny because a lot of times when I go to the beach, so here in Miami Beach, uh, so Manolo's is this restaurant that's it's in, really good. In, if in you Miami guys are beach. in the area, go. it's on Collins and 79th. And a lot of times, especially when I go to the beach with Tristan, I go there because there's really good parking there. Oh, that's where we ended up after the tropical storm of my birthday. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But we've got many times. No, no, no. I know, but that's where we ended up. Right. Yeah. Um, there's very good parking there. So you could usually go on a Saturday at like 11 a.m., which is and later in the yeah, day. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, parking. Yeah, you have yeah. a good chance of getting parking. Yeah. And there's like really good beach facilities in that area. And the restaurant is there. So because it is a Uruguayan restaurant, um, they have um, it's a it's a Uruguayan sports bar, really. Yeah, yeah. Porque they have like you know twenty five thousand TVs <laughs> and they're and all turned to football and they're all con football. And it's funny because when I go there with Tristan, he's like, "Why is everybody watching soccer?" And I'm like, "Tristan, <laughs> football, aquí <laughs> football, number one, number one. No digas soccer, aquí se dice football." <laughs> He's like, why are people so crazy about it? I'm like, shh, child. We're the ones who are wrong. (laughs) We're in the minority. We are the utmost of the minorities. Yes. It's football. And we bleed football. The Uruguay. Yes. As long as we're here, it's el equipo uruguayo. Don't say the A country. No. (laughs) 
Because if not, you're not getting your, you know. No, you're not going to get fed. You're not going to get fed. You're not going to get fed so. at all. So if you're ever in Miami Beach and you want to have good food, please yes. go to Manolo's. Go to Manolo's. They're, they're not paying us, but yeah, you know yeah. what? We love that place. Yeah. No, it's a local business. It's a local business. I'm going to say we love it. It's yeah. really it's good. It's always popping. It is always popping. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring something up really quick. I know I don't know if it was last week or the week before we were talking about La Dada La Peseta. And we actually got a, a DM from a listener. Oh, yeah. Who says that, agrees with me, that La 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 Peseta is like that preteen age, but that her mother says that it's tied back to when children start to lose their teeth, which is why it's La La La, la Peseta, because of the peseta that the tooth fairy leaves. Pero peseta as... In, as in the coin. No, I understand, but, but kids lose their teeth when they're younger. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like... She agrees with me, but her mother right. says that it's it's I've, tied I've to... I've always thought that up. I said that's like five. Uh, well, no, but the, are kids losing their teeth at five? Yes. Really? That young? I yes. thought it was like at seven. No. Really? Yes. I clearly don't have children. Kindergarten? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's true. Yeah. How many kids in their preschool and kindergarten pictures, you know, are missing I'm teeth? I'm missing the teeth. Yeah. And yeah. it's so cute at that age. Yeah. Look at what you lose later son las muela. That's right. La muela. Those you lose when you're like 10 or 11. They like just rip them out. La muda de diente. Yo sé que yo nunca, yo nunca gasté mucho tiempo con eso. Really? You know how kids, you know, when their teeth are loose, it hurts. Loose, it hurts. Yeah. And then I, with the string and the door, yeah. when ya yo tenía diente jodiendo mucho, I used to get a, a tissue paper and go to the bathroom and pull that <gasps> shit out. Really? Yep. I saw bye. Yep. All of them. All of them. But actually, I didn't, I didn't know that. You learned, I learned something new. Yeah, so I mean, there's we still don't really have a definitive answer, but now we've but got it more. Sense. It makes sense. It yeah, makes sense. yeah. Um, well, I'm glad our li- thank you, listener, for reaching out. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a, a rough age. Yeah, la 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 peseta. La, la, la so let me ask you something. So this is this is sort of a kind of a nostalgic topic, but it's okay. very on brand with us. So, when you were a kid and listeners, especially mm-hmm. to our listeners that are, um, you know, like our age okay. or even younger, you know, 30s. Um, when you were a kid, right, did you go to people's house as a visita? Yeah. And usually it was in the weekdays. I don't remember the day of the week. Yes. But I do remember that, yeah, we would... Yeah, but again, it was like people you knew, like you know. And I was, and I'm not even talking about like your grandmother's house. No, 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 no. Like, like, like a visita. A visita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you would go, you would go a visita. Like, yeah. Yes. I, like I'm, I can't even think of how to say that in English. Like, because to say to go visit doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah. And I'm not talking because you know something that we would do a lot and a lot of families do is mm-hmm. you know you you casa de tu abuela during the weekend sí, pero you know, the other abuela you don't live with right <laughs> right um baja casa de tu abuela o baja casa de tu tío y, uh, yeah no 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 we're not talking about that no. gigante, que, you know son las 12 de la noche right right and then you fall asleep in the car um no, I'm talking about like during the week that we iba a hacer visita a casa de alguien. And usually the visita during the week was not with people that you were as close to as like the ones you would go over in the weekend. Right? Because the visita, I think, in the middle of the week was a little, just a tear more formal. Era para tomar un café. It was, right, it was yes, shorter. Yes. It was, you know, maybe a, an hour, two At tops. most, hour and a half. Like, right. if you, tops. Two hours is si tenía confianza. Right. But then, you know, where in the weekend, you go to a family member's house and you're there yeah. all day. 
But the reason I bring this up is because I remember that we used to do that. That right. my parents would be like, "Daddy, importa de bien," which I would always think now, looking back, it's like they could have just left me at home. My grandmother was there. Like, oh, that's true. Mima was there. Yeah, but they have to take you so you can learn how to behave around right. people. Right. Right. Va la, va la familia, vamos los cuatro, right. And I remember we used to do that a lot. People don't do that anymore. No. I yeah you're, I mean I never stopped to think about that but yeah no you're right like people don't just drop in they don't they don't drop in anymore they don't nope I think that that has gone out with why do you think, with technology because now we're always connected to people anyway yeah we're always connected to people so then we don't miss people as much we have group chats we call each other we text each other because what happened before yeah you're right vamos a ir a, a visitar a Mari Noel Okay, I feel like okay. this is a these are real people. No, they are. Y cuando llegamos a casa de Marino, no están ahí. That's true. But that, no, that, you could have called them on the phone. No, you phone. could have, yes. In, in all reality, right. yes. Yeah. But, you know, not everybody used to pick up their phone as much. Right. Or maybe they la máquina. went out. La máquina. You know, uh, whereas now it's like, oye, vamos a pasar por allá. Yeah. Right? And, but I feel, yes, like popping in on someone. Popping in. That's the word. Yes. Hacer la visita would be popping in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, see, I remember that my parents would always be like... I never thought about that. Yeah, see, my parents would be like... You know, because my parents house, you know, the big window in the living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Ay, mi madre, ahí viene Marino y I hope Marino y don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Prepárense. <laughs> or, you know, somebody else. Ay, ahí viene fulano y, you know... I can imagine your mother feeling very inconvenienced by the pop-in visit. My mother? Well, my mother was not about the pop-in business. That's what I'm saying. Right. I can see her being like, Ay, yo aquí sacando mi pelo. I loved... This is not so much a pop-in visit, mm-hmm. and maybe this is a little bit too much TMI for the podcast, <laughs> but I have to be very careful on how I present this. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. There's a, There was a relative in my family okay. that my parents did not like who that relative was married to. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mother and my aunt and my grandmother, may he, she rests in peace. They see on La Cruz again. La Raya y La Cruz. <laughs> en Cuba en el año. Oh, is this the ham debacle? Have I ever talked about the ham debacle? I believe you have. Show? I believe you have. Should I revisit it? I mean, I think you have time. I think okay, you can. So, so my grandmother and my mom and, and my aunt... um. They were the Ray da Cruz type people. Right. Right? right. You do one thing one day. No, don't make a mistake. Porque estás muerto para mí. Like, and it doesn't matter type. the magnitude. It, it, they're that right. type. Right. Like, they're that type. It's, like, very drastic. It's, like, very, very drastic. Right? So, in, in my family, there was someone, okay, who their spouse, my mom and my aunt and my grandmother did not like the spouse. Right? Right? I have to keep this very gentle. I know. I, I see you struggling. My mom and my aunt and my grandmother did not like the spouse of this relative, relative of mine. Right, right. So, for example, when we would go to another relative's house. If those people were coming. If, those, if we would drive by and their car was there, my mom would be like, vamos, porque yo ahí no me bajo. Keep going. Yo ahí no me bajo. Or if we were at somebody Someone's else's house, house and they and arrived. those people came, Mama, my mom would be like, Roberto. Vámonos. <laughs> so it didn't matter if I was in the middle of a game. You were leaving. Darien, 
nos vamos. Like, <laughs> don't collect $200. <laughs> do, do not pass go. Pass go straight to jail. And I knew, mira que si era as much of an asshole I was when I was a you kid. You knew they weren't messing around. I wasn't playing around with that. I was okay. like, yes, mom, I'm going. Okay. Because you knew there were consequences. I'm in the car, Neri. I'm in the car. And my mom would be like, Roberto, vámonos. I was like, okay. So, one one this went on time. for years. No, this went on for decades. Right. Like, this was just the way. No, no, no. This was just your life. This went. This was my life. Right. But it went on for many, many, many decades before right. I was even. Well, you didn't know born, that until you right? asked the question. So right. So one right. time, I hear my grandmother make a reference about it. I'm like, Mima, why didn't you like those people? Mm-hmm. Oh, because you don't know. And I'm like, what? And she's like, that person that you don't like, that we don't like, uh-huh. that person's brother era carnicero en Carlos Roja. Okay. Y él algunas veces me daba a mí la carne. Y yo le pagaba al momento, al momento, al momento. Porque yo soy alguien de mi palabra. You know how people, older very, people, very, very proud, like, very, word. Yo soy alguien de mi palabra. And... Siempre que este era un carnicero, me daba la carne y yo el día después, sin falta, siempre le pagaba. Y tú puedes creer que un día yo voy y le pido la carne para darle a las muchachitas. Mind you, las muchachitas are my mom and my aunt, okay. who are now in their 70s. But at the time they were muchachitas. Right. A las muchachitas. Y que él me dijo, yo no lo doy limosna. Tú sabes que es limosna, right? Yeah, handouts, handouts, right. right. Raya y Cruz. So because that man said that to my grandmother, which I'm sure it was a misunderstanding. But let's say it wasn't. That person's family. That person's family. That person's sibling who was married to my relative, buried. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it. That that Carnicero's family. Right. Done. Done. Right. Right. So I asked my grandmother, what year was this? <laughs> and she's like, eso fue como, déjame ver, tu mamá tenía como tres años. Como en el 51, 52. <laughs> as in 1951 or 1952. <laughs> so I'm like, wait. <laughs> so wait. It's been 50 years. So I grew up fearing this person and running the other direction when they came, right. you know, to my relative's house. Because you in 1952 had the great meat debacle <laughs> with her butcher brother in 1951. See, <laughs> sí, porque tú sabes lo que she would get worked up, and I'm like, no, see, I could tell that you're still like not over it. Time you know, does not heal all wounds. Some years later, <laughs> so great. I'm telling you, get the hang day because my grandmother. One of my favorite things that my grandmother used to say when she used to get upset is that she would say, "Me está subiendo lo de leña." Right? Okay, all right. From, you know, yeah, because of yeah. the Cuano, mucho de eso, isleño, isleño. And man, she wasn't kidding. Estos isleños, they hold grudges? Like, there's no tomorrow. It's like, you know what? You looked at me wrong in 1943. So, you know, die. You. Die. <laughs> it's like, my God, what is it with the grudges? So, yes. So, that goes ties back to RBC. So, to this day. <laughs> no, the lady died. <laughs> The lady eventually she died. Right, right, right. You know, my grandmother passed away last year, so it's a fue. Yeah. Mahaya. The, the, the battle is going on in Maya. Like, and I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. You don't give me meat, and I'll just be hungry and be like, you asshole, and then get over it. Like, 
But you know, knowing my grandmother, I could see how she would have been like, you know, you most not in Right. How yeah. dare you insult yes. me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> It lasted decades, literally decades. No, clearly, el insulto fue grande. And it was multi generational. It was multi, you know, trauma's real. No. <laughs> multi generational trauma exists. Pero these leño people, these leño people, it's, it's true. <laughs> what does it say? Si se caen, comen, comen, yerba. Comen, yerba. So that's my little family story of the day. So uh, that well. made me thirsty. Well, as well it should. I mean, we're talking about ham. Ay, que rico, prosciutto ham. Ay, que rico. Do you like prosciutto ham? What are you new here? Or jamón serrano. Uh, why do I have to choose? I remember the first time I had jamón serrano. Oh. Like real jamón serrano. I'm not talking about jamón serrano from Sedanos. Right. I'm talking una pierna de jamón serrano. Oh, like the I, one that you had? I, I remember when I had it. It was December 25th, 1988. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a child. I remember it was Christmas 1988 because we went to my dad's co-worker's house que se llamaba Oscarito and they had Oscarito for de... Christmas got una pierna de jamón serrano and I remember like the one that you had? yes and I remember when he sliced that and I had it for the first time I was like let me tell you something esa pierna de jamón serrano that you had here in your house I think the ghost of it is still here yes I need another one so. we should look into it maybe they can sponsor us <laughs> Jamón Serrano Piernas? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Listen, listeners, if you know how we can make that happen, like, feel free. So, do you do you have your last soda? All right, so my last soda is actually going to go to a show from HBO Max called The Godita Chronicles. Oh, yes. Um, it's about a, a Dominican family that moves to the U.S., to Miami, uh, in the 80s. And, you know, it's about their whole new experience living in Miami and so on but what I love about it is that number one they move to Hialeah of course I mean they live in Hialeah now it's a little distracting because of course we notice that when they're driving when they're doing exterior scenes the palm trees are not Miami palm trees they're 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 LA they're LA trees but you know we'll we'll look the other way um and they just they reference Publix they refer like the, the first episode is about trying to get Gloria Stefan to play the school dance like it is so Miami it's just beautiful and it has what has got to be one of my favorite scenes ever which is when the family set is like kind of feeling nostalgic for the DR but also they're they need to go get breakfast and so they literally just go and drive uh, the McDonald's drive through and they say that they love it because they can order in Spanglish mm-hmm. and so they literally are like uh, yeah give me three McMuffins uh, two McGriddles uh, uh, McGriddles like they, and I was like oh my god I'm seeing myself like yeah. on screen so Godita Chronicles check it out they're all all the um, all of the, the episodes are available right now for streaming and it's actually executive produced by uh, Zoe Saldana and Eva Longoria and the lady, the actor who narrates it, because um, it's she's narrating it as the older version of the main uh, character, is Dasha Polanco, who actually lived in Miami for a while. Um, I think she actually also lived in Hialeah. So, you know, listen, watch it, enjoy it, love it. It's super cute, and it's it's definitely a, a family, you know. I need, to, I need to watch it. It's, it's really fun. Like, you would enjoy it. No, no, no. I, I... <coughs> See how much I'm enjoying. You were, it? you, you were. You, okay, um, you needed the soda. Uh, I, yeah, I need the refreshment. Um, no, no, no. That that sounds so. Again, see, that's that's an example to tie it back to right. what we were talking at the beginning. That you 
you know, you get it when you're from a Latin uh, household, whatever country, right. that you go, you know, when your parents or somebody goes to a drive-thru or someplace else. Right. Eh, si, yo quiero eh, esto. Um, bueno, you don't have to go too far of when I thought Cajun was Cajun. That's you know? true. Because We all remember, remember that before. moment. Um, so... It's things like that, those little right. nuances and those little things that most of us have gone through, right. you know, if not personally, our parents went through, that you really have to understand to really know the Latin community. And yeah, and, and the beauty of it is it's something that, you know, the more I think about it, when we interviewed Jenny Lorenzo, you know, we were talking to her about her abuela character and how her abuela character is very specifically a Cuban abuela, but because of the specificity, everyone can relate to her, mm -hmm. you know? And again, this family is very specifically Dominican. Right. But because of that specificity, we all get it. Right, because what it, what, what, what uh, these people, you know, have to understand <laughs> is that Latins, there is a commonality, there's right. a commonality among us, which is predominantly has to do with family. Right. Like how we are with family, family, language, and religion, but we're all very different, right? Right. So the abuela character is a perfect example because well, exactly as you said, while she is very specifically Cuban, because that's who Jenny Lorenzo is, that type of abuela could also have been una mexicana, right? Or una peruana, yeah, yeah. Or una venezolana, right? Right. There would have been a little different things here. The, and the there. words would have been different, but, but like that warmth of the abuela yeah, and how the she character ticks in your stuff. Is very Latin, right? Right, but you, so you have to understand the com commonalities and the differences, right? And that's where you know that's what a lot of times I miss the mark. The, well, that would be an understated, <laughs> uh, polite way of putting it. I love. I think you've seen it. This Instagram uh, channel that Tristan watches of Mexican moms. Oh yes, yes. I love them. I love them. I love when they talk about la agua frescas. <laughs> you know, so good. And they're like, I mean, some of them like them, really like them sweet. Other ones yeah. like them more like natural. Like I love it. I love it. And I love when they do like because they they try different things. Right. Like U.S. Be, like food one time, or... one time they tried like impossible meat. Oh, that's right. I saw that one with you. Yes. And one of them has a very refined palate. She's like, it's a muy crujiente. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great word. But anyway, oh, um, yeah, I got to watch that show. So my um, last soda goes actually to a either Instagram or TikTok account. Okay. And um, it'll be short and sweet. It's called Knuckle Bump Farms. So knuckle bump like like the knuckle farms. in your yes like a knuckle okay. you know you're in your hand knuckle bump farms and you can find them on Instagram or on uh, TikTok okay right and the reason why I'm giving them a last soda is because in this day and age where everything is social media is so nasty mm -hmm. and we're so politically divided and everybody's fighting and stuff this in this account the social media account is of this girl in a farm okay and it's of her animals Aww. and her animals are freaking hilarious because she calls them like really like ethel <laughs> like, ethel robert <laughs> you know <laughs> howard gertie emmanuel, <laughs> like emmanuel emmanuel yes the emu i posted on yes, my instagram yes. emmanuel the emu that every time she starts recording the emu comes up so you then you see him coming up to the screen you know the lens of <laughs> yeah. the camera and she's like Emmanuel don't don't do it Emmanuel <laughs> don't do it make a wise decision and he begs the screen but the reason I bring that up and I and I uh, ask our listeners to take a look at it is because it's it's just 
a nice, fun, refreshing, refreshing Instagram account. It's with animals. It makes you feel good. It makes you smile, and just you know, a little difference from just the the ugh out there. So, <laughs> the ugh. I like that. So a soda to Knuckle Bump Farms. Yes, yes. So, All right. Well, that is episode two twelve. Two twelve. New York, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, because we're we're not Whitney, right? No, or Ta <laughs> Boa, Carrie Bradshaw. What was it? She she got a. Oh, I don't even know the other one. The other area code, in, the new one, and she was like, "No, I'm not getting it." Right. You know, I hate Aiden. You know, blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was episode two what uh, two two hundred twelve. I was say two thousand twelve. No, we haven't been here that long. Uh, two hundred twelve. We hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. As always, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta. And your cafecito. And thank you for joining us, everyone. Have a great weekend. Yes, cuídense. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. 